gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we give solutions to the problems. And for my magical guest, my magical genie, Dr. Sam. Taylor, you ain't never had a co-host like me. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. It's most episodes, it's me. Uh, what's up, everybody? We're here to talk about a magical experience. I, we can show you a whole new world of podcasting. Just, I can open your eyes to the new possibilities of what Aladdin can mean to you. Oh, you, no, you're more like a street rat, though. How I, dare you, sir? Just because I live in the sidewalk outside of your building does not mean that you can call me a street rat. I'm more of a street mouse. Ooh, nice. I wear a little top hat and I sing about coming home west. What's the Fievel song? Somewhere out there. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, I live somewhere good stuff. out there. But we're uh, not here to talk about Fievel this week. No. What movie are we talking about, Sam? Oh, we're, we're talking about that that hip-happening Aladdin. And you may think it's weird that we're taking <laughs> a Disney classic and trying to fix it, but uh, there are reasons. Yeah, we actually got this idea from one of our comments in the iTunes section. What? It's, it's almost crazy. like if you talk to us, we'll respond to you. Yeah, so this is from, I love the title name, I am the one true Morty. Out. Uh. <laughs> he says, really enjoy what you guys come up with. And the fi- back and forth is great. That was a little self-indulgent. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, we're awesome. <laughs> I think something that could be fun for you guys to talk about is the Disney live action remakes. Watch the original films, Aladdin or Kingdom, or Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> Aladdin or Lion King. Talk about what you could have changed and what you would like to see in the remake. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Morty. Thank you. Thank you, the one true Morty. Uh, <laughs> Morty, Morty, you're great. <laughs> we can't afford to do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Lion King might be a little difficult, but Aladdin seems like a thing that may be fairly doable. And because the movie is coming out real soon, we did Alice in Wonderland earlier this year, mm. it does seem like a good time to start doing a few of these uh, live-action remakes. Yeah, what is your position on these live-action remakes as of far? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, because uh, since you weren't here with Sarah, we'll just kind of like go back and just... I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with them if they're trying to take the story and like add to it. Like, mm-hmm. like this year there have been, you know, 2018 to 19, there have been three to five King Lear adaptations between film, TV, stage, and, like, a bunch of other things. Uh-huh. So I don't see why Disney, which is kind of its own mythology, Aladdin is part of, you know, an older set of stories, why you can't have another interpretation of the same story. The problem is when you take that story and just do the exact same thing, or you take the story, and if you're going to try and do something in the same vein put it in a different body that's not the same vein. Literally, the exactly. same vein. <laughs> uh, so that's, that was some of our problems with Alice in Wonderland, where it didn't, you know, it tried to be both things and it failed at both of them because it was trying to be the wrong thing at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Whereas something like, you know, Beauty and the Beast, which I don't know if we'll ever talk about because the remake exists, uh, it tried to be the same thing, but so much less. I would love to talk about the Beast, the Beauty and the Beast remake, because I really don't like it. Yep. But the thing is, the things that we would just be like, hey, cut this out, cut this out, and great, now we have the animated movie again. Animated one with Emma <laughs> Yeah, and I strongly dislike the Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if I really like the trends that are happening. We'll see what happens with Aladdin. 
Jungle Book, I think, was a good version of like, all right, if you rewatch Jungle I mean, Book, it's pretty I, slow. I take is I don't like the new Jungle Book, actually. Okay. Which most people do. For me, it was just too slow, and it didn't feel like there was any, any actual story. It was just stuff we've heard every single time. So do you like it more than the original? I or mean, do you... Yeah, I like it more than the original, but there, yeah. there wasn't anything to the original besides nostalgia. I think that's everyone's thing. It's like, oh, wow, this was better than the original. It's like, okay, but it's not, you know... Because did they deserve the visual effects Oscar? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Was there a reason they weren't nominated for screenplay? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm down for the idea of these remakes, just none of them have hit me so far, and especially with something like, you know, Dumbo, which for most people was very half-hearted and, like, not quite there. Yeah. I mean, Bumbo... Bumbo. God damn. It works today. Bumbo is my favorite Disney remake. Dumbo is the thing where they could have done... I wish we had done that and had talked about things we would want to expand on what to do, because that's what they do. I mean, Dumbo is only a 60-minute movie. Yeah, so if it's going to be two hours, they literally double the runtime. Yeah. So that's... It's an interesting idea of of taking it and adding new things to it. And something like The Lion King, though, just before we get into Aladdin, is... uh, are they just gonna do the movie over again? Because there's nothing to do. There. I I think so. Maybe you give a backstory to Scar, but that's pretty much it. How did Scar get to Scar? <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> what I've always wondered. Not that his name was just Scar, and he should have a Scar because his name is Scar. He actually he has another name. Canonically, <laughs> he has another. Yeah, name. no, he actually has a real name, and then kids just started calling him Scar, and it stuck. Wow, that's the lore. There's your backstory. There's the. That's all we need, really. Yeah, I'm not kidding. He just got picked on as a little cub, and uh, then he turned out bad. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with Lion King. I'm looking forward to the John Oliver uh, Zazu <laughs> impersonation. Sure. Again. <laughs> things I don't think I need, but things that'll be fun. Yeah, it's like, okay, let's see what happens. Well, do, should we talk about Aladdin right now? The OG uh, yeah, 2D Aladdin? Aladdin a little bit. I mean, just for backstory, what's what's your take with Aladdin? Love Aladdin. Uh, one of those yeah. other, I mean, most Disney films were on constant repeat for me mm-hmm. as a kid, okay. so Aladdin was definitely one. Good songs. Oh, I love R.A.P. Robin Williams. Yeah. I have a, I don't know if I want to talk about it now, but I have a really sad story about Robin Williams and me. Or um, not, not, I didn't know him or anything just like yeah we can get to towards the end okay you know we can end on a sentimental note okay cool let's just summarize this bad boy yeah i mean just starting off with aladdin we jump straight in there's a an arabian salesman trying to tell us the tale of arabian nights and this magical lamp that once meant something to a boy named aladdin Ooh, do you actually know about the fan theory behind this that this is a thing that takes place in the post-apocalyptic future no that this salesman is the genie actually yeah Yeah. this is voiced by robin williams okay and he's got the same number of fingers as the genie does so like it's 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 exactly him yeah no the director came out a couple years ago and was like that's the genie and that was a big like reddit or like something online no i kind of knew that as a kid i didn't realize that was a thing that like was just not supposed to be known yeah no that's the genie guys we actually have a post-apocalyptic future after this too uh, maybe yeah (laughs) uh but yeah so we see the salesman slash genie who tells the tale of Aladdin and then we cut to deep into the desert as a wizard looking guy named Jafar raises a giant tomb of sand in the shape of a giant lion whoa that's so wizard and so inside the, the the lion mouth that made of sand says that only the pure of heart can enter the diamond in the rough so Jafar tries to push 
this one guy that he's tricked into uh, into doing it. Well, I mean, this guy is. This movie starts out really dark with like, "Hey, how are you doing, little person that I know?" said Jafar, and he's like, "I'm doing great. I had to slit so many throats to get here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, that's one of your first lines." That is. And so now Jafar pushes the little guy to go up, saying like, "You are pure heart. You can do this. Whatever." And the guy's like, "All right." So he just hops in this little cave lion's mouth. And what happens? Dies. He gets eaten <laughs> up immediately, just chewed up and dead. And then the the lion guy is just like, or tiger or whatever, is like, find me the diamond in the rough. 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 <laughs> and so Jafar's like, fine, I'll find your diamond in the rough, but who could that be? Smash cut. We see Aladdin stealing a loaf of bread. Yes, and uh, I think this is very interesting, very good character introduction for Aladdin because he's stolen a piece of bread, running away from the, I wanted to say cops, the um, guards. Yeah, they're like the police of Agrabah. And he's got this whole song about how he's a street rat and just trying to get by, and he's got this Abu, this little monkey going around, and they're causing havoc, man. And everyone else is like, oh, he'd be so much better if he had parents. <laughs> <laughs> We get that. The guards chase him. Everybody in the town kind of likes him, but he's, you know, everyone knows he's a troublemaker, but he's also a, a kid with a heart of gold. Yes. And so he steals this loaf of bread. And another quick deviation. Is this a reference to Les Miserables? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's Les Miserables. Because <laughs> he even says at one point, he's like, all this work for a loaf of bread? And it's like, well, yeah, because, like, it's crazy that <laughs> Jean Valjean spent, like, eight years in prison for stealing one loaf of bread. Uh, good stuff, Aladdin. And so now he's escaped from these guards, and he's like, him and Abu are about to chomp down on this loaf of bread. But then, in the far distance, or short distance, I guess, they see these two little homeless kids trying to go in through some trash, trying to survive. And Aladdin looks at Abu being like, hey, Abu, and he's like, No. So Aladdin goes, gives his half of the bread to the kids. They're very grateful. And then Abu decides to do the right thing, gives them bread. And they're all just enjoying their life now. And they hear this wild commotion from the streets and they go investigate. And what is it? Another suitor for Jasmine. That's right. The princess has had a long line of suitors for the last few years. She said no to all of them. And this guy's like, I'm going to do it. As he walks up, he and Aladdin get into a little bit of a, a, a war of words, really. Well, because he, the suitor, goes out and is about, he sees the two kids come, go right in front of the suitor, and the suitor does not like it, and he grabs out his, like, sword and is about to kill the kids. Lots of murder and stuff in the yep. first couple of minutes of this movie. And Aladdin stops him and says, come on, that's not what these suitors do. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to get the princess. And so now we go to the suitor. Yeah, now we're inside the castle. But at this point, uh, Jasmine is already scared away the suitor. And her dad comes in and is like, you can't be scaring away all your suitors. And she's like, I don't want to marry anybody simply because I have to. I want to be in love with them first. And, you know, it's a very fair point. Yeah, yeah. You should probably like the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Very fair. And as that happens, Jafar walks in and the and you think, uh-oh, what trouble's going to happen? But it turns out Jafar is the Sultan's trusty advisor. What? I could totally tell just from looking at him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Jasmine is like, I'm not going to marry anyone, walks off. And then the Sultan's very concerned about Jasmine. And Jafar's like, no, everything's going to be fine. Give me your jewelry real quick quick and the sultan's like why and jafar just hypnotizes him like give me your jewelry and he's like okay and takes it off and then jafar just goes downstairs with his little pet iago 
and they're talking about like, oh, I can't wait to be Sultan. Like, I'm going to make this place so much better. Or like, I just want power. That's not really clear. Yeah. And so Jafar. Uh, wait, can I just do one quick side tangent? Uh-huh. Jafar knows how to mind control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of this entire journey? If you can mind control the Sultan... And usually the Sultan does what he wants. Yeah, I don't know. That's in my notes. I'm like, why doesn't Jafar just cool. use the staff just to seduce Jasmine? Glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, no, it was if we're gonna nitpick this, we're this is what we're gonna nitpick. Yeah. So now Jafar's downstairs, he gets the jewelry, whatever, and says, like, show me the one diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. And it goes to Aladdin, he's like, Great, there's my diamond in the rough. And Iago, can you do a Iago at all? Wow! Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can do. No one can do a perfect Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, Iago agrees, and I forgot how much fun Jafar is as a villain. Yeah, he's great, and him and Iago are like power couple goals. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. dumb. Uh, that that night, Jasmine decides that she doesn't want to be in the castle anymore. She's like, you know what? I'm done. So she sneaks out of the palace, goes into the marketplace, and where she doesn't know how money works, mm-hmm. and she tries to give a hungry kid an apple, and some guys like, hey, you need to pay for that. But Aladdin, having been smitten with her looks, runs over and helps her uh, helps her out of the situation. <laughs> and he convinces the guy by saying, like, no, this is my sister, and she thinks the camel is the sultan or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, she's just not all there. Yeah. And I love how Jasmine reacts like, oh, yeah, sultan. And she, like, starts bowing to it and everything. It's like, wow. Yeah, she's game. Yeah, she's yes. really cool. Good yeah. girl. Hey, she, she's really nice. <laughs> I like uh, I like her personality. But then she and Aladdin head off real quickly. They go kind of find a little hiding spot where they bond over their shared desire to be in different places than they already are. Yeah, like Aladdin says how badly he wants to live in the palace, and then Jasmine's more like, I don't want to live in the palace. I would want to live my own life. Then Did- as they like start to like each other, you know, uh, talk about feelings and stuff, palace guards storm into the room and say, all right, we're taking you alive, Aladdin. And the Princess Jasmine's like, hold on, I'm the princess. And it's and like, Sith, what? Elan's like, you're a princess? And it's like, of course she's a princess. She looks nothing like anybody else that's down in the marketplace. <laughs> and the guards are like, actually, we're here for him. And so they take Aladdin back to the palace, throw him into the dungeon, and Jasmine goes to Jafar to complain about uh, Aladdin being arrested. And uh, Jafar tells her that he's killed Aladdin. What? Just by accident. He he didn't know that they had a bond, that they had a friendship going. And Jasmine runs to, to her dad and tells on Jafar. You know, they're not happy about it. The Sultan's like, Jafar, you're supposed to tell me before you're going to behead someone. I want to be there. <laughs> but uh, in the in the dungeon, uh, Aladdin is commiserating as he sees this crazy old man also in the dungeon. Classic. And uh, hint, hint, this crazy old man is Jafar. Whoa, he's uh, so subtle about whoa. it. And uh, Jafar, old man, convinces Aladdin to escape from the dungeon and go to, uh, I think it's called the Cave of Wonders. Yes, yes. Yeah. It convinces him to go to the Cave of Wonders in order to retrieve uh, a lamp. Mm. But he says, you can have all the other treasures, just get me the lamp. And so Aladdin agrees, and they go to the Cave of Wonders. As they're walking around, the one thing that old man says, a.k.a. Jafar, is like, just don't touch anything else. Just, like, go in, get out, and once you get me and this genie, whatever, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Aladdin's straightforward. He doesn't want to get any of the gold, but a boo. He's seeing diamonds in his eyes, and he's like, oh, and Aladdin has to stop him a couple times. And then we meet this magic carpet that's introduced by just 
dicking around. He just shows up. Him and Abu have a little, you know, silent comedy, Abbott and Costello routine. And he just is there now. Yeah, and Aladdin befriends a carpet. And... And so the carpet decides to help him out, and yeah. it t- shows him around to where where the lamp is. And so Aladdin starts ascending the stairs towards the lamp. And, man, it's some stairs. It's like a couple stories, I man. Mean, he kind of steps in. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but while Aladdin's climbing the stairs, Abu sees a very pretty gem. And as at the exact same moment that Aladdin reaches the lamp and tries to see what's written on it, Abu grabs one of the gems, and the tiger mouth says, You are not worthy. You have tried to steal from me. I'm going to dissolve. Milk you in lava. And so now the whole place starts falling apart. Aladdin grabs the lamp and jumps onto the magic carpet, Joe's down and saves Abu. And now they're going back and forth. And if you're a very old schooler, this is a very fun part of the video game, Aladdin. And they're going... It's also a very fun part of... This is a very obscure reference. Disney Quest in oh. Orlando. There was an, a virtual reality experience where you could be on like the magic carpet, like flying through the through the Cape of Wonders. Just a fun fact. Thing I wanted to throw in there because that's that's my hometown, guys. I'm from Orlando, so Orlando. all this Disney stuff hits hard. Did lava come at you? And I don't remember exactly. I just remember wearing the helmet and being in the world of Latin. Wow, that's like very old school very VR yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, and it, and it stayed that way until Disney Quest closed like five years ago. Oh, really? So it was like that for like fifteen years or so. Damn. So, as much as VR has changed in these years, it did not change in Disney Quest, which might have been why it shut down. <laughs> uh, but they don't make it out quite in time. Jafar tries to grab the lamp from Aladdin. Unfortunately, he does not. Abu is able to bite <laughs> Jafar. He drops the lamp. And Aladdin falls back down into, like, this cave, and Jafar's just like, ah, oh, ha, ha, I got my lamp and everything. This is great. And he takes off the disguise and everything and tries to go for the lamp. And he's like, what? What? And then he gets on all four knees, and he's just like, mm. All four knees? <laughs> he gets How on many knees do you have, <laughs> This Jafar, man. He's a wizard, man. <laughs> Um, he gets on his knees and is just like, no. Speaking of wizard and Anakin Scott. So anyway, <laughs> Aladdin and Abu and the carpet are trapped under a mountain of, of sand. And basically they don't know how to get out. But Aladdin at least has the lamp now. So he kind of tries to inspect and he thinks that something's written on it. So he, But it's all dusty. So he rubs the lamp and uh-oh, out pops the best <laughs> animated character probably to ever exist. Yes, it's the genie. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And basically, at that point, the genie tells Aladdin, since you have freed me, you're my master now. I will grant you any three wishes as long as you don't try to kill someone, you don't try to make someone fall in love with you, and you don't try to bring the dead back to life, and you can't wish for more wishes. Yes. Those are the the four big uh, bugaboos that you can't do. Mm -hmm. And Aladdin is like, I don't understand. And Robin Williams as the genie is like, well, let me tell you (laughs) in an elaborate song and dance about how you've never had a friend like me. The one thing I worried about watching this movie was that the genie references were going to age poorly. And they really don't. I mean, they do, but, like, because it's... I feel like it's just such, like... It's so powerfully, like, delivered by Robin Williams and the animators that, like, put such effort into, like, making those references work. Because, honestly, I couldn't tell you, like, half the things that he says. I wouldn't under... I didn't understand half the references, but I felt like they still landed as jokes. Like, oh, he's being a weird guy right now. Like, oh, now he's a buff guy who's supposed to be Schwarzenegger, but... Well, that's why it works for for the movie, because even though the references, they also fit into the character and to the story 
storyline and the things that he's trying to say. Yeah. Instead of other movies where it's just like, here's a reference for a reference. Yeah. And this uh, <laughs> this does uh, pop culture very well. Yes. So, yeah. So now Aladdin tricks the genie into getting them out without wishing it. Yeah. So that he dukes the genie and the genie sort of, once he's done with it, he's like, ah. Ah, damn, you got me, man. You got me good. And basically when he gets out, they get to the little oasis point. Aladdin tells the genie all about this girl that he's in love with. But unfortunately, she's the princess and can only marry a prince. It's the law. It's written into law. Mm, Uh, So the genie says, well, you just have to say those magical words. And Aladdin says, I wish you to make me a prince. And so now he is Prince Ali. And so all of his things get changed. He has a big little, like, not army, but, like, entourage of people. This is another point of clarification (laughs) that I need. Did the genie literally turn him into a prince? And these human beings were created because (laughs) Aladdin created a new reality within this world where there's another, like, civilization where he is prince and these people came with him. Or... Are these all constructs that the genie created and they will disappear because they're not real creatures? Because I want to know, throughout the movie, they talk about how Aladdin's not a real prince. But the exact wording of his wish is, I wish you to make me a prince. Therefore, Aladdin should be a prince this entire time, even when the movie, like, tells him, oh, you're not a real prince. It's like, no, that's how magic is supposed to work, right? He didn't wish, I wish you would make me look like a prince, or I wish you would give me the appearance. He said, I wish you'd make me a prince. Does that mean that he's created this entire world now where he is the prince in this other land? I think that's just a loophole for the genie. Like, I don't know, because can because uh, it's too much to digest that genie, So how can he not uh, like, make true. a birthright? I, I, this is a very small complaint, because <laughs> the point of the movie is that he's not a real thing i think that was just you know a, it's a it's a huge nitpick but it also breaks the story down to its core <laughs> if it doesn't follow these rules i i don't know how to reply to that i i don't we can talk about this afterwards because i would like to maybe put that into into a fix okay later. okay just the thing that i wanted the audience to know <laughs> is a huge issue with the logic of this it's you know it's not an end game size <laughs> logic problem but <laughs> so Aladdin wishes for himself to be a prince, and as he's parading throughout the city, everyone really likes him. He's like the the kind, benevolent prince. Right, and at the same time, Iago and Jafar found this new loophole in the doctorate, or the laws, whatever, that at a certain point that if the princess doesn't marry someone she wants to, it by default goes to the sultan's... Right-hand man. Well, yeah, if she doesn't pick someone to marry, then Jafar, whoever it is, has to marry the princess. Right. And so at this point, Jafar then decides to hypnotize the sultan to let this happen. Why didn't he just let that happen? Okay. And so <laughs> so it, as he's hypnotized, trying to hypnotize the sultan, the sultan hears in the distance, what's that music? And he goes out and sees Prince Ali parading down towards him. And we have another song and dance of the genie going into different crowds being like, look how great he is. He's so great and blah, blah, blah. Good song and dance, you know, Robin Williams, good shit. Yeah, and uh, Aladdin, sorry, Prince Ali arrives at the palace and immediately wins over the sultan. Uh, but, you know, Jafar is, is not happy because his plan was immediately stopped seconds after it would have succeeded. And they're kind of fighting over, you know, who gets to marry Jasmine. And wouldn't you know it, Jasmine shows up and puts them in their fucking place. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a prize. You cannot tell me who I'm going to marry. I get to choose. And she busts in, 
busts out, and they're all like, fuck, she's right. Yeah, literally, it's just like all their faces at once are just like, ah, right. As, <laughs> as much as Disney had problems in the past, starting in the 90s, Disney got pretty woke. Yeah, man. Yeah, Tarzan's super woke. Relatively. <laughs> Relatively. <laughs> we, we could go into more stuff. Do, I'm, whatever. So, Jasmine is not convinced, and uh, Aladdin is sitting out in the garden of the palace just wondering what he should do. The genie thinks he should tell the truth, but Aladdin tries, decides that he's going to just, you know, go on the magic carpet and fly up to her balcony and try and, like, woo her because he's the prince. Yes, and so he does the songs just being like, hey, like, we should be a thing, blah, blah, And Jasmine's, she's smart. She's yeah. like, don't I know you from somewhere? And I'm like, yeah, that yeah. might be the guy that said he was kind of murdered. It's the exact same face. Yeah. But, I mean, to, to be fair... Jafar did say he killed the kid. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things where, like, if when someone's in disguise and they're very clearly themselves, but they're not known to be dead, these people should know exactly who they are. Whereas, because Jafar said he killed, you know, the kid, the fact that he looked similar would just almost be, like, in her mind, maybe she would be imagining in her grief that this, that's what this guy looks like. Aladdin just had to put on glasses. You know, Clark Kennedy, <laughs> that's Kennedy. it. He, that's um, all he had to do. Jasmine's wary but still wants to go, and then Aladdin uh, is on the magic carpet and offers to t- give her a ride on the magic carpet. And hey, he... Ew. <laughs> That's... So Aladdin offers his hand down to her and says, do you trust me, in a very similar way to the way that he said it when he was being Aladdin in the marketplace. And having that moment of, uh, of clarity, Jasmine decides to hop on, and they fly off, and we get... Uh, arguably in the top three love songs in all of Disney canon. Yep. Nope. This is my favorite song of the whole movie. I have a very fun story about the song. Um, <laughs> but in this magic carpet ride, oh my God, how fast is the carpet going, man? They get to Greece. They get to China. They get like, to, oh my God, fucking Egypt. Like, yeah, holy crap. Egypt is closest to... Oh, I mean, still. Yeah, well, yeah, they're still fucking flying. Well, they had to go to (laughs) Egypt, then they had to go up to Greece, then go all the way back across uh, the Middle East to get to China. Like, they should be flying off this carpet. What's the miles per hour, man? (laughs) There's a whole gravity chamber inside of... The science behind the carpet's crazy. We'll we'll do that (laughs) on a separate podcast. Science of Disney. Uh, But they, yeah, they sing A Whole New World, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty dank. It's great, and they... They bond, they fall in love, and by the end of it, they're in China sitting on a rooftop looking at a, a fireworks display, and Jasmine has finally realized that Aladdin's defenses are down, and she asks him, oh, how do you think Abu would like the fireworks? And he's like, oh, I don't know, Abu doesn't like fire. <laughs> Yikes! Pulls his collar a little bit, and uh, Jasmine calls him out and is like, you are the kid from the market. And Aladdin's like, no, no, I am Prince Ali. I just like to pretend to be the kid from the market to be like a regular person. Yeah, and he's like, that's not too crazy of someone to do, right? And Jasmine's like, I guess you're right. Yeah. Because she had just done that. Exactly. That's why it's not crazy. (laughs) And they fly back at a million miles per hour. Yeah. Back to Agrabah. What are the time differences? Like, did they miss a day or something? I think it was just supposed to be that night. That... (laughs) It's a Game of Thrones long night there, man, you know? <laughs> oh, the long night indeed. Yeah. Uh, but they, they get back. They, uh, you know, lean in for a kiss, but don't know if they're going to do it. Magic Carpet helps them out a little bit. Magic Carpet's the ultimate wingman. Yeah. Yeah. Li- like in- Literally. And so now they... <laughs> so they kiss. They get back down. Aladdin lands back down. He says, this is the best day of my life. Nothing could ruin this. 
and immediately gets captured by Jafar's guards, and he's tied to like uh, like a like one of those jail cell balls that like is heavy. Gets thrown into the water, and they just drown him. And yeah. luckily, the lamp is out there, and Aladdin like gently strokes yeah, the he, lamp. He knocks it enough to wake Genie up, who's like annoyed at him right now too that he didn't listen to him right yeah he well he's not like super annoyed he's just like you should tell the truth i tried to help you and he's like you know what i'm gonna go into my room and take a long shower <laughs> and so he pops out of his shower and realizes that aladdin's drowning and he's like aladdin i need you to like tell to make a wish say i wish you would save me and aladdin like in his like near death like his head nods a little bit and genie's like i'm gonna take that as a wish yep. and genie saves his life and they they hug it out because aladdin's like i'm so grateful for that but he also kind of knows that now his second wish has been blown so he's only got one left and so now jasmine uh confronts jafar and uh jafar's like but you're gonna marry me and jasmine says no i'm not i'm gonna marry prince ali and jafar says well actually and aladdin shows up and is like you're gonna marry me and Jafar, you tried to get me killed, and you've been tricking the sultan, and he smashes his hypnotizing staff. Yep, and it's like, oh, snap. And so now everyone's turning against Jafar, and he just, like, runs away, basically. Yeah, right? they try to grab him, but he, he throws down, like, a vial of, like, disappearing potion, I guess, and he escapes. As he disappears, the sultan sees that Jasmine and Aladdin are in love and says, is this the man that you choose? She says, yes. And the sultan says, all right, you shall be wed tomorrow, and then you will become sultan, Aladdin. That's right, sultan. You will lead this land and be the person that everybody turns to. And as they say this, there's this long pushing on Aladdin's face as he realizes, oh, no, I have to be the leader of a country now. <laughs> you need the record scratch, like, like Aladdin thought he was going to have the best day of his life, marrying the girl of his dreams, but then he became... Sultan. Rob Schneider is <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, so since Aladdin kind of, not like out of nowhere, but like, you know, arguably understands that like he's going from street rat to leader of this nation, he's a little concerned. The genie says, hey, you promised me the third wish. You wished that I could be free. You said that, you know, I could, I, you, I wouldn't have to worry about anything anymore. And then Aladdin starts thinking, well, I don't know. I think I, sh- I think I should use my wish to not be a prince anymore to get myself out of the situation. And the genie is understandably very upset at the prospect of not being free after Aladdin like promised that he'd do it. There's there's a loophole here, and we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that. When you do magic in anything, there's a huge loophole in everything. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the genie's mad. He shoves himself into the lamp again, it's like giving Aladdin the silent treatment. And Aladdin thinks he puts it in his coat, right? Yeah, he, and he accidentally leaves it under a pillow. Yeah, and uh, Iago the parrot starts mimicking Jasmine's voice and tricks Aladdin into coming outside. Then Iago grabs the lamp, brings it to Jafar. As Aladdin is trying to find Jasmine, the sultan has called the entire country together to witness the marriage of, of Jasmine and Aladdin. And as he shows up, Aladdin's like, oh no, I don't know if I want to do this. In that same moment, Jafar shows up with the lamp. And he's like, all right, genie, make me sultan. And I'm like, oh, Jafar, man, you're going, you're going for the low ball here. Come on, think <laughs> he, bigger. He, he thought he was going big. And then after he becomes sultan, he is the one who is, well, he says he wants to uh, rule a sultan from on high. So once he becomes sultan, the genie literally picks up the palace and just puts it on top of a mountain. Yeah, it's like, okay. 
Cool. And so now there are different parts of the building falling apart. Jafar ends up becoming a wizard, like yeah, an the, actual wizard. The second wish that the Jafar makes is he wants to be the most powerful sorcerer in the world. So he just has control over all magic now. Yeah. And he throws Aladdin into this like part of the building and just tosses him a couple hundred miles away. <laughs> And Aladdin survives yeah. because of the magic carpet, I believe. Uh, well, he survives just because he, like, just because I think he lands in the snow, and in all animation, snow is soft. Oh, yeah. So he, he lands in the snow, he finds Abu, picks him up, tries to keep him warm, finds the magic carpet, and realizes in that moment that it's not, it's not about him anymore, it's not about his, you know, desire to not be the leader of a country, it's about him doing what's right and stopping Jafar from uh, taking over. Yeah, so literally. He, so he hops back on the magic carpet. And goes back to Agrabah. And so we come back to Agrabah and everything is just red colors. <laughs> Nothing's good. Iago is stuffing crackers in the Sultan's mouth because he's been doing... The Sultan been giving him crackers so much and Iago hated it. And we have Jasmine in a very, like, Return of the Jedi skimpy yeah. dress. I mean, it's basically the same, just kind of red. Not as bad. Yeah. You know, Jafar tries to convince her to marry him anyway. She doesn't want to do that. And at that same time, Aladdin flies in through the window, but secretly so no one can see him, except for Jasmine notices him. Jafar asks the genie to force Jasmine to fall in love with her. But before the genie can tell him that that's not a thing that that can happen, Jasmine pretends to fall in love with him. Ooh. So then she tries to seduce uh, Jafar, which distracts him enough to get Aladdin to get almost to the lamp. But after a few missteps and Jasmine having to kiss Jafar, mm. gross. Yeah, that's very yeah. gross. Uh, <laughs> very he tough. notices and stops Aladdin from grabbing the lamp. And they have this big kind of like fight and chase where Jafar turns himself into a big snake tries to fight and eat everybody. And they're all trying to get this lamp. He traps Jasmine in, a, in an hourglass. And they're all fighting to get better. At some point, Aladdin is wrapped up in the in the Jafar snake's clutches, and he looks at the genie and tries to you know ask for his final wish. But the genie's like, "I'm Jafar's. I can't do anything." And then Aladdin, in a very very smart way, like <laughs> this, I, this is well done, looks at Jafar and says, "You're very powerful, but you're nothing without the genie. You're not as powerful as him." And Jafar just kind of thinks about it and says, "Like, oh yeah, my power came from the genie. I know what I have to do." And what does he do? He tells the genie to. Make him also a genie. And then everyone is looks at Aladdin being like, dude, don't fuck. <laughs> Why would you? He's as powerful as a genie now. And so genie turns him into a genie. And as Jafar feels all this power coursing through him, a lamp appears right beneath him. And Aladdin's like, if you want to be a genie, you got to come with all the perks. Never ending immortal power. And Jafar gets sucked into the lamp. Itty bitty living space. In living space. And so, yeah, now they have captured Jafar and he's stuck in the lamp. And For two every- more movies. Yeah. <laughs> and Jafar, in a dick move, grabs Iago and brings yep. him to the lamp. And so now, yeah, everything is saved. Yay. And they bring everything back to normal. And the genie goes back down. And he's like, great. Uh, Jafar's in this lamp. I'm going to throw it really far. Well, he said I'm going to... Th- I, I hope you enjoy a couple millennia in the Cave of Wonders. So he's supposed to be throwing it back into the cave where his lamp used to be. But there was no aim on that. Yeah, I feel like that's quite a accurate throw. <laughs> Genie's not pitching an MLB or anything. Like, he's the man. most powerful creature on the planet. I guess, yeah. Damn. So, but in that moment, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine talk. And Aladdin says that, you know, he can't marry Jasmine because he's not a prince. Even though he kind of still is. 
Yeah. So then Jeannie walks in and is like, no worry, I can use your last witch, make yourself a prince, and we can make this all happen. And Aladdin's like, you know what? I know what my last wish will be, he says. Jeannie, my final wish is for you to be free. And then Jeannie's like, all right, let's get it. Whoa, what? And then his whole wristbands start breaking off, and it's like, what, what? Big boom. And now the genie has legs. <laughs> That's all that he's ever wanted. He just wanted to walk. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a real sweet moment where Aladdin sacrifices his last wish to free the genie. And Aladdin's like, well, I guess I'll see you around, Jasmine. And the sultan walks up and is like, wait a minute. I'm the sultan in charge of all laws. And the only reason you can't get married is because of a law. <laughs> but what I say from this day forward... The princess can marry whoever she chooses. He kind of seemed down for that already from the start. Yeah. It seems weird that, like, this would happen. Well, we established the sultan is not the brightest guy in the bunch. True, true. He, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, so from that point on, the princess can marry whomever she chooses, and she chooses Aladdin. And they get married. Oh, no, they don't get married yet. Well, That's not till the Sorry. third movie. Ugh. Oh, God. Catch up on your Aladdin lore, please. I'm sorry. Sagar so, would know that, man. Do oh, not that. bring <laughs> I am good enough. I am worthy still. Uh, so, but they kiss, they fly off on the magic carpet, and the genie gets to have a couple extra moments right at the end where he gets to do a little wink at the camera. Yep, and that's it. That's Aladdin. That's Aladdin. And guys, it's really good. Yeah. It's just as good as you remember as being a kid. You know, it's less than an hour and a half, so it's definitely on the on the fast side. It's spry. It doesn't go too deep. It hits every point that it needs to. Yeah, no, it's super solid. It really holds up. I'm very interested to see what they do in the remake now. Oh, yes. And I think a lot of our complaints that we have are nothing really... I don't even really think we have complaints. It's more just no. like, hey, this would be cool. Well, I think the, there's some things that I do have complaints about. Uh-huh. The huge one is the plot uh, the plot hole of magic. I know I'm hitting the table. Taylor, they can hear me. Just say it <laughs> I know. It's, uh, we don't need to fix it, but it does need to be addressed. Okay. The fact that Aladdin's first wish is, I wish you would make me a prince. And then somehow he's not a prince by the end. The only thing that I could say is that when Jafar hits him with his magic, he's able to erase him being a prince. Okay. But I don't think Jafar has the same kind of power to change someone's bloodline as a sorcerer. I don't know. That's just me assuming. Yeah, no, that's fair. I still don't know what to say to that because it's, yeah. it's a problem. And it's I, a huge I, thing that, like, why would two of his wishes be the exact same wish? Yeah. Because it would be one of, it'd be a different thing if he said, oh, I don't want to actually be a prince. I want you to make me look like a prince. Because if he had said that, then I think that would be even yeah. better because then Aladdin would be like, no, I'm a fake. I couldn't even hack it as being a prince. I just need, I would just need to be born one. I can't, I can't even be myself and be a prince. Do we want to consider the surgery right now or do we want to, uh, are they, we can just complain, but I just want to complain a little okay. bit more. Because well, like, with that, if we not surgery, but if we did do that, I think something would be interesting is that he's like, Oh yeah, I want the appearance of it. I don't want the responsibility of being a prince. Mm-hmm. And then when he thinks yeah. that like, Oh I'm going to marry Jasmine. The Sultan's like, all right, dope. I get to peace out and go into retirement. And then Aladdin's like, what? Well, never mind. Now I want this to be surgery. Now I want that to be a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So, (laughs) surgery starts now. (laughs) So, what I think we should do first (laughs) is change Aladdin's first wish to say, I wish to be, to look like a prince because I don't want any of the responsibility of being one. 
I just want it to look like it and I can marry the princess and just kind of live off that money. And then that works because Aladdin's still a nice guy, but he also, you still get to see he's kind of, you know, lazy, a little bit of his lazy side, a little bit of his, like, I want to be entitled. Yeah, and he wants to enjoy of all the responsibilities, or sorry, he wants to enjoy all the perks and none of the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So he's still, like, got to get that character arc of yeah. being like, oh, no, I'm ready for these responsibilities. And it, it really does help that moment where it's just the push it on his face, yeah. <laughs> changing from, oh, no, I have to be Sultan, because, like, how would he not know in that moment that he was... When he marries the princess, he's going to be in charge someday. Yeah, and I think that should be a reason why the Sultan wants Jasmine to marry so bad. He's just like, oh my god, I'm so done being a politician. Yeah. Like, I want Instead this to be over. Like some kind of rule, like, where it has to happen, it'd be great if there was a rule and the Sultan is tired of being the Sultan. Or he could just start to, like, sort of have dementia starting to happen. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, you know, this movie opens with a ton of murder. We can talk about dementia. I don't know if 1993 or 2 or whatever was ready to talk about dementia. Well, I think this will circle back to Jafar, too, in a minute that I want to talk about. But I think, like, maybe that's where he realizes he's losing himself a little bit. And he's like, Jasmine, like, no pressure. And, like, he doesn't tell Jasmine, of course. He's just like, you should really find someone for love and everything. And then at the point where Jafar is really like, hey, man, like, we all sort of realize you're sort of losing it. And you trust me, right? I'd be a great husband. And then he'll be like, I mean, yeah, like, damn, okay. Because then he doesn't have to use mind control. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense either. (laughs) Why didn't he just mind control the Sultan to hand over power to Jafar in the first place? Yeah, no, and I, uh, that's the big thing with the mind control is like, dude, you you fucking had it. Like, come on. Because if he explained before, it's like, there's limitations to my mind control, then absolutely. Yeah, but you don't want to waste the time having to explain that. Because it would literally. Another second, though, for him to be like, for even for Iago to just be like, Hey, uh, I noticed you tricked the king into giving you his ring. Why don't we just do that with, you know, giving you power? And, you know, Jafar could easily just be like, it doesn't quite work like that. There needs to be some sort of bloodline for the power to actually be, be transferred or some, some, some bullshit science. Some he bullshit could just science. be like it only works for five minutes or something true. like that. Like, my powers aren't strong enough. And then that's yeah. why he wants to get more stronger, too, because he's oh, like, true. Then he That's why he wants to be a stronger sorcerer. Yeah. Because he's not strong enough as a sorcerer. Oh, my God, yeah. That helps out his character a lot. Yeah, there we cool. go. Good stuff. All right. What else did you want to complain about? Um, uh... Those Watch were the two wise. big complaints because okay. they're all magic-based because I, uh, my entire apartment, the, my roommates love fantasy and, like, all that magic stuff. And I do like those things, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just not as good at that kind of stuff because <laughs> it just doesn't, uh, some of the rules don't make sense. Yeah. I'm a very, I'm a fairly logic-oriented person. And the fact that the genie wishes didn't make sense and the fact that Jafar didn't just use his mind control all the time or, like, there's no, you know, establishment of what it means kind of, you know, bothers me a little bit. And for a movie that's as good as it is, to let two huge things like that slip through the cracks kind of feels weird. Yeah. The big thing with me is at the end with the genie being like, oh, don't worry, Al, just use your last wish to be Sultan or whatever. And then it's a big thing like, oh, Aladdin decided I'm going to do this. Aladdin could have wished whatever he want and then just hand the lamp to Jasmine being like, oh, can you yes. free him now? Like and That's, that- an, that's <laughs> another one that I, I thought of. I mean, again, another thing the rule could easily just be like, oh, the you know, I can't serve anyone who knows someone that I've already served. Yeah, that, that could just be an extra rule because then it's like we don't, I don't want to be you know uh, coerced. But then how does like Jafar oh. not? I mean, because Aladdin knows the, Jafar. The rule could be that once someone's made their three wishes, I go back to the lamp for a hundred years. So does Jafar only get two wishes then? What do you mean? Because he does three wishes of being like I want to be a sultan, I want to be a sorcerer, and now I'm a genie. 
I I think that one is fixed by the fact that Jafar interrupted uh-huh. the, uh, the 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 process of Aladdin making his wishes. Mm-hmm. So that since Aladdin was in the middle of his two wishes, Aladdin still had one to go when Jafar took over. So that he had to get through all of Jafar's wishes and then get to Aladdin's last wish. I think what we should do is Aladdin still has two wishes, but he has to like have all this other crap fixed, and he can't figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. So he rubs the lamp of Jafar and makes Jafar do his wishes. And now Jafar is stuck in there for 100 years or whatever, X amount of time, till Aladdin 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, and then the last wish he can use. Because that's also like such a villain defeat where like, I gotta freaking do this. All right, now you're prince. Here's all the food you need for your people. And boom. And like, it's such a... Bitter. I don't know. That's. I feel like that's a good. I it is good work. It's. I don't necessarily think it's what I would pick, but I don't think it's a bad thing to do. I guess the thing with that is it takes away the whole climax of him being like shoved back in because mm-hmm. that's like you put the lamp on it and you're like, yeah. oh, we're done with this, and then it's like, oh wait, no, we're not. All right, I want right, this. And then, yeah. yeah, I think I, there's I think, something I think there. It could work. Yeah. Um. All right. Other gripes that you have or things oh. that you would want to add change. The biggest. The the another big character thing is that from with the genie. He start. He does the big Prince Ali song, where it's like, "Look at him! He's got all these things." And then in the very next scene, the genie says, "You need to tell Jasmine the truth. You shouldn't be lying to her like this." Uh huh. But he was the one perpetrating the lie in the first place. So I would want to see one midsection scene, or at least maybe even see the genie's reaction to Jasmine seeing Aladdin as a prince, mm-hmm. and the genie realizes, "Oh, my magic can't like fix everything. Like I really just." I'm not the one that can help you fall in love with someone. You have to, like, do that on your own. You know, it's a callback to the fact that he can't make anybody fall in love with him. Okay. Whereas, even in a roundabout way, the genie can't make someone fall in love with you. Because the thing that Jasmine liked was that Aladdin was an adventurous spirit who really wanted to, like, you know, show her the world. And he actually didn't even do that with the genie's help. He did it with the magic carpet. Yeah. No. Should it be one of those things where it's like... Al, like, it's not my magic that's doing it. It's all you. You just need to believe in yourself <laughs> and your character, and you're so charismatic or whatever. I think if he said that during the scene where Aladdin's deciding whether he wants to be the sultan or not. Okay. If he said it, because then I think those are the two moments I'd want. Is like, as Jasmine leaves, uh, the genie sees her walk away and is like, what's happening? And then he realizes it in the next scene where Aladdin's complaining, and he says to Aladdin, Aladdin, don't you get it that she liked she liked you for you and the fact that I turned you into prince did not make her fall in love with you clearly you just need to do this on your own again yeah just get that get that one reaction and then that one realization from the genie and then he can start going for the be yourself thing should it be more like Aladdin thinks all these grand gestures and like oh these nice presents I'm giving you are the reasons why you're falling in love with me and the genie's more like no look like she liked that you took her out to China last night yeah. and these smaller moments where like he Aladdin is just too delusional, like, thinking, like, this is how fancy people work. And yeah. it's like, no, you just being a good guy did it. <laughs> He's, yeah, uh, Aladdin's high in his own supply at this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think that would work. And then, again, like, saying, having the genie say those things, like, during Aladdin's, like, sultan freak out. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, and I think this also sort of connects with our sultan going a little crazy. Um, I want Jafar's like motivation to be sultan is just like, oh man, I could do such a better job at this than this guy. Like he's crazy. Like mm-hmm. look at all these people have to steal food for each other to survive and all these street rats. Like 
look at the wage gap and like oh inequality. <laughs> one of those like good guy bad guy things. Well, that's what you think. He like oh no, he really wants to be a good guy. And also, I'm going to give a little character arc to our friend Iago. Ooh. And so, if you spoiler alert for uh, Aladdin two and three, Iago becomes a good guy. And I think that was a big thing people liked so much in the second one is Iago becomes good because he's like a fun character. I think, it, from what I remember being like five, he was a good character. He might be really annoying. I mean, he's annoying, but he also has a lot of character to him. Mm-hmm. And I think his relationship with Jafar is really great because it's not one of those things where like Jafar either ignores him or looks down on him. Like Jafar really likes Iago. Like they're friends. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. <laughs> But the arc I want to give Iago is, like, he's buying into Jafar being like, you would be, like, look at all these people, like, I support you, blah, blah, blah. And so as Jafar gets more power and everything, Iago's like, all right, so why don't we helping out everyone? He's like, no, I need to be more powerful. I need blah, blah, blah. And he sees, Iago sees that Jafar makes everything worse. And Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, no, what have I done? And in the end, when Jafar and Aladdin are fighting over the lamp, I want Iago to grab the lamp and, like, try and give it to... Like, it's in that moment where it's, like, he's in the center, the lamp's there, and it's, like, Aladdin to the left, Jafar to the right, and Iago picks it up and then just starts, like, flying it to Aladdin. So it's like, oh, damn, he's decided to pick Aladdin over him. And then Jafar will zap him down or something. And then it's a bit more emotional for Jafar, too, because he's like, wow, my best friend just betrayed me. And yeah. I don't know, maybe he'll be like, what have I become... And then, but that's good because that, that doesn't even add like that much runtime to it. Yeah, it's just you know changing Yahoo's character motivation rather than just being like a sidekick. Yeah, and he finds out like Jafar wants more power than helping everyone out because yeah, there is a uh, bit of a problem with feeding everyone in uh, yes. Agrippah. <laughs> I'm sort of stealing from uh, Lion King at this point. Oh, no. But you know when Aladdin gets thrown out to the snow or whatever, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. we're so far away. What if that took a bit longer, like, to the point where Jafar actually could rule a bit and, like, we see how it works out and it's just, it's just like when Scar ruled over, everything's, like, dead, Mm -hmm. no one's living a good life, and we see that the Sultan is, like, instead of, he was fat in the beginning, now he's skinny, and the only one that's being treated well is Jasmine, and that would give more of an arc to Iago being like, oh, man, I think I uh, did the (laughs) wrong thing. You know, because uh, it would be cool if maybe, like, the magic carpet was injured so that instead of flying back immediately on the, you know, 6G, yeah. <laughs> like, simulator carpet, uh, Aladdin, like, has to trek through, like, you know, the snow and, like, it takes a few weeks for him to get back. Uh-huh. And then, because then once it gets back to that, it, it's even more cathartic and, like, and that, again, that also doesn't even add runtime. You just literally, like, you know, do a wide shot of Aladdin and have the background change. I don't know if it would completely work, just an idea, because, like, in Lion King... There's like 10 or 12 years that go by, something yeah. like that. Well, things just work so much better once the, if you know that time has been taken. Because, mm-hmm. like, especially rom-coms and, like, those movies where people are like, you're my best friend. Like, those always take place over, like, a couple days. And it's really hard to, like, have that kind of bond in such a short amount of time. So it'd be cool to, like, have a few weeks pass or, like, a certain amount of time pass. Yeah, because then you can also have, like, Jasmine and Aladdin, like, daydream about each other, and then Mm -hmm. it becomes more of a, like, oh, no, this was legit, rather than, I talked to you for, like, two hours in total, and now I want to marry you. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know, it gets a little more romanticized in their heads, and, you know, like, oh, we're together, blah, blah, blah. Um, One other idea I had was that the climax is, like, sort of very, like, oh, we're just in the palace or whatever. Yeah. 
I think what would be interesting is if it's a uh, Jasmine's wedding with Jafar, just like Jasmine seeing all this bad crap happen and I don't know, Jafar is threatening to kill her father, so she's being forced into it. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of a wedding scene area when everything's going down. What do you think of that? I think that's cool. I think another thing that could be interesting is if is if they get actually get on the magic carpet, and if you want to make it even more epic, like it's a flight, like they have to go like from a lot of places. You know, you could do even a traveling thing similar to like when they did uh, a whole new world. Uh huh. But like you know, along the way, you know, uh, Aladdin would pick up you know a a Greek discus and throw it at Jafar <laughs> and then, you know, grab some fireworks from China or whatever and, like, you know, smash them in his face. And uh-huh. he, it'd be more of a fight because it it's very one-sided Jafar the entire time. Yeah, that's like, there, fair. There's no way for them to beat him. I mean, one guy's a wizard, another one just caught off the street yeah. <laughs> like so, yesterday. So if he uses the magic carpet, you know, uses... Because that's part of, like, his things. Like, he uses his surroundings and his wits to be better than people. Yeah, that's true. So I think if he did that... It'd be a good callback. It'd be, you know, again, not much time taken. Just fight Jafar a little bit. Jafar can still be more powerful. They can still end up in Agrabah. Still be a giant snake and wrap him up at the end. Yeah. Be like, all right, you're done. And then still become a genie. Mm, okay. Okay. But I do think the wedding adds a lot to it, especially if the time jump happens. Yeah. Because then Jafar's like, all right, Jasmine, it's time to, to wed your uncle Jafar. Ugh, ew. <laughs> Listen, he's been around since her birth, so that's probably what he feels like to her. Oh, man. And he's, like, really into it, too. Yeah. It's weird. What else would you want to tackle? That's it for me. Like, it's the it's the things to make the already strong character stronger. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the main thing with... This, us talking about this, and I feel like the Disney remakes in general, they just add a bunch of stuff that, like, isn't necessary, but, like, one or two things, like, that's cool. Oh, yeah, they and improve the story. I mean, uh, are we are we good to hop out of surgery? Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. The thing about the remakes right now is Aladdin, they're, at least from what I can tell, it doesn't seem like they're adding stuff to the story. They're just adding Guy Ritchie details, mm-hmm. where, like, you know, during the scenes, there's going to be a longer dance with, you know, the... Arabian dance or whatever to fill up time and Nassim Pedrad is playing like a best friend character to Jasmine that wasn't in the original movie. Oh, okay. So I feel like they might just be taking a few of the wrong cues if the trailers are any, any indication and not actually like putting it to more character use. Because mm-hmm. if they if they literally took this shot for shot and just added a few of the things that I feel like we described, you would just have it. Yeah. Instead of, you know, adding a quirky best friend and then Billy Magnuson is playing, like, one of the princes that's coming to, like, woo Jasmine. Billy who? I think Billy Magnuson. He he was one of the princes in, uh, in Into the Woods. He was in Game Night. He was the dumb, like, blonde guy from that movie. He's, he's a guy that's been in a lot of stuff and he's, like... He's, like, one of the good-looking character actors. Like, okay. he just kind of shows up in a lot of stuff. So he's, like, in, on the CW all the time? Uh, no, he would be on the CW, <laughs> I think, if he, ever, if he ever started there. Okay. Maybe he did. I don't remember. Yeah. But he, but he's just, he's always around, he's always working, so I feel like you wouldn't get someone like that if he wasn't supposed to be in the movie more. Okay. So part of me thinks they might be adding a Prince subplot. Oh, boo, But, again, boo, I, these yeah. are things we don't know. We're yeah. putting this out days before the movie actually comes <laughs> out, so we could easily be proven wrong. I, yeah, it just is part of the thing that concerns me about this movie specifically. Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried, but I also like haven't seen any reviews. I don't know what yeah. it's going on. So I don't want them to tame down Jasmine at all cuz I'm worried that they might do that cuz it feels like Belle got really like nuked. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Cinderella, Cinderella did pretty well. They did, they did a solid job trying to expand her somewhat as best they could. Uh Maleficent? Maleficent. Yeah. 
and Sleeping Beauty, and that was eh. Yeah. Uh, Alice was, oh my god, Alice was so <laughs> nuked. Uh, there wasn't much to Alice in the first place, yeah. but at least she was a fucking curious, like, adventurous little six-year-old. And they destroyed her. If you want to hear, go back to that episode, guys, because, <laughs> boy, did we hate that. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine is such a strong princess. She, like, for for one of the, as Disney princesses go, and for the fact that this isn't really her movie, she's a lot stronger than some of the ones that have, like, that like name brand princesses. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like she, she's fun. I really liked her in the yeah. times that we got. Like um, she's a, she's a top five princess for sure. Yeah, she like didn't take a lot of shit when she found out about it. She was like, "You are? Did you think I was an idiot or something? Yeah. Like I know what your face looked like." And then when the one point where she's acting dumb and she starts bowing to the camel, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's so fucking funny." Yeah, she's fun. She's funny. She's game for things and like you know. It should go without saying to have to compliment the women characters and things, but, like, in in an industry and in a genre that's so dominated by, like, one-dimensional princesses, yeah, it's, re- it's really great to actually see someone, especially from 27 years ago... Jesus. ...that was actually written yeah. well and, like, well, you know, well-rounded for a character in a movie that's less than an hour and a half long, and she gets... In half the screen time. Mm, yeah, something around that. To give her such a you know relatively little amount of time, she makes the most of it. Like I, she's the character that needs the least amount of fixing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Quick, who's your uh, top? Top Disney. Princess Mulan. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Absolutely, same. Mulan. That's well, a, that's an objective fact. <laughs> but she's not technically. She's not princess, technically a princess. Yeah. If. But if you go we're going to, by the Disney canon princesses. Yes, yes. Disney applies as the princesses, the ones that showed up in Wreck-It Ralph 2, as, as the ones that are considered princess in Disney lore. Uh, Mulan is by far, like, not even a question the best princess. Yep, nope. I second that. Second the hell out of that. I mean, Jasmine is probably somewhere around second or third for me. Subscribe to the Doctor Script Show <laughs> where we talk about our favorite Disney princesses. Next episode. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't. I would need a list of them. Yeah, we need um, to think about it probably. Yeah, we'll get back to you guys on that. I want to talk about my really sad Rob, Robin Williams story. All right, let's do it. So uh, I'm at lunch and um, I get this CNN update about Robin Williams passing away and you know unfortunately he uh, suffered from depression and decided to kill himself and yeah it was really sad and um, it was my birthday so I grew up with Robin Williams and everything too and that really sucked (laughs) I did not have a good day that really and I was out uh, with for dinner with my boss and I was like Robin Williams just died. And he was like, no way. Are you kidding me? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really bummed. Like, it really, I, I remember my birthday because of that. So. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Robin, he, he brought so much joy to people, like, as a concept. So many people found him annoying. I kind of found him annoying a lot half the time. And the other half the time, it he was a gem. He was yeah. amazing and like, oh my god, that sucks. I for, I forgot that happened. Yeah, no, it sucked. Um, I always loved Robin Williams. He's one of the funniest guys ever. Cause, legit. Because um, even in the bad stuff, he still like is putting his all like the movie RV. Do you remember? Oh that my all? god, that was not that like one of his last movies too. It was two thousand five, so like he had. Oh no, he, he had time then. I mean, okay, he didn't do that's a lot. the last one I really yeah. remember. He didn't from. do a lot of stuff in the two thousands, but that was one of them. And like he, I mean, it was a paycheck movie, but like he was trying. Like that was a movie that nobody was trying in, and he was trying. 
and he he does he deserved like all of the good stuff that came his way along the way. It, it's just a sad time when you know someone lived a life where it almost didn't feel like they they felt the same way about themselves that the entire rest of the world did. Yeah, I really liked him in Flubber. Oh, Flubber! Oh, masterpiece! That's a movie we need to do sometime. That that was probably on my childhood TV screen more than Aladdin. To be yes. honest, my mom can attest. A hundred percent agree. <laughs> that fucking like floating like robot wife he had. Yeah. Was, oh, oh wow! Actually, Flo was that? What's I don't that? remember what her I, name was. Oh man! You and sh- then she don't... dies, and he creates a new one. Yeah, and then the, that Sorry, gets spoilers. really weird. <laughs> I feel like I've said that before, too. I don't know if it's been on this podcast or what. Spoilers for Flubber. Have we talked about Flubber before? I don't know. I'll put it on the docket. <laughs> cool. But, yeah, it, sh- it should be there because, yeah, uh, good memories with Robin Williams. Yeah. I'm going to say one other story, and it's when it has to connect with the song A Whole New World. Mm-hmm. I was in middle school back in the day. You went to middle school? Yeah, right? I went to middle school. What? No Such way. Oh, my God. Did you go to college? Maybe. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Wait, how did I meet you? <laughs> Were you just living in my door? <laughs> just some street rat? <laughs> um, so I was in middle school, and we had this thing called Air Bands. And <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> My friend and I, Josh, decided that we were going to uh, do A Whole New World. Which one of you was Jasmine? Who do you think? Was it you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because... And it's Josh, right? Josh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know it's Josh. Josh. And so we got up there, man, in front of the whole school, sang A Whole New World, and we fucking killed it. We fucking <laughs> did, murdered it, did man. Did you win? Yeah, we got first. Wow. We beat the teachers, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a huge thing, you know? I used to have video on it of it uh, on my Facebook, uh, but it got struck down for copyright infringement, and they just deleted it. Are you sure? Because I'm sure we could recover it somewhere and put it on the Instagram. I've because I think this is something everyone needs to see. I if we can, I've tried before. It was on like a shitty flip phone back in the day. Do you still have the flip phone? I no. It was a friend had post, posted Ugh. on Facebook. That was the thing. I actually asked about it too, like a couple years ago, because I was going to surprise my friend Josh with, oh look, it's us back there and. I couldn't find it. Might that's be lost right. to time, unfortunately. But yeah, that's why I fucking love Aladdin, a whole new world. Uh, what a, see, sad story, then a great story to close on. Yeah, no. I think that's great. I dressed up as her and everything. Good. Didn't get hair extensions, but I had blue, uh, like a blue tracksuit on. <laughs> there are a few problems with what this was, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was middle school. Yeah. We didn't know any better. Oh, I would still do that now. <laughs> Well, thanks for, thanks for listening to the Doctor Script Podcast. If you want to uh, keep listening, like and subscribe to all of the things. Yes, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, just at Doctor Script. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's DR Script Podcast. And if you got the time, please give us five stars on iTunes and leave a comment. Like we said, we did this episode because someone left a comment, and we do read all those. Thank uh, you, yes. Real Morty. Or yes, your uh, the one true Morty man. Come on, get get with so your Rick sorry, and Morty I lore. I'm, I, you know the fans better than I do. <laughs> uh, the one true Morty. Thank you for the suggestion. Yes, please leave us more. I know there's one other guy that had a question. Wanted us to do Venom, uh, SpongeBob, and one other one that I'm blanking on. But we have those in the docket. Yeah, I can't say when that's going to happen, but it will happen. They're 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 on the big Google Doc that we that we look at. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much, and... You've never had friends like us. Yeah. So, have a great day. Yeah. See you guys.